Howdy there, folks, and welcome to The Random Men, where two experts and nothing talk about everything. This evening, Keith and I will be discussing fine dining. Not really. What we're actually going to kick back and forth is weird things that we like to eat and some of the really weird things the kids like to eat. We're also celebrating Keith's birthday, so why not dive into the awkwardness of birthdays in general, how we feel about them, and how some people excel at gift giving while others, not so much. So, be our guest, be our guest, as two random men discuss foods that make people ask, really? Talk about the obligation of gift giving, and celebrate Keith's birthday. Here we go. Okay, so the other day, I'm making Clark a plate of spaghetti, a bowl of spaghetti, actually. And she sits down to eat it, and I'm asking her, what do you want to drink with it, right? She goes, um, can I get a cup of orange juice? Orange juice with spaghetti? My reaction, exactly. Okay. I said, are you serious? She goes, yeah, that's what I want. So I gave her a cup of orange juice with a bowl of spaghetti and watched her eat it. And, and didn't throw up. I no, I didn't. But I was sitting there, just kind of flabbergasted, <laughs> going, what? "No, no, she, she enjoyed it. It was good to her." And I was like, "You get this from your mother, because Melanie can have a cup of milk with any meal, and it freaks me out." I don't know. I, th- I think I'm, maybe I'm too simple with it. Like I typically want just like water with it, <laughs> unless like I mean seriously, like that's what I drink with like 99 of my meals. I just want water. I, I mean, unless it's like barbecue or something, I might have a you know I drink a beer with it. Yeah, but. Kind of got to go with it. If I'm just drinking just or eating something just normal, I, a lot of times, yeah, it's just water. Now, as soon as I get done with whatever I'm eating, then I'll go grab a beer, a Dr. Pepper, or, you know, whatever. But yeah, typically when I'm eating something, I found that with certain meals that I'll stop. If I am having beer, I'll stop and have tea or like a Sprite or something with the meal. But yeah, I can't. I, I, I don't understand being able to have milk and then Clark picking up the orange juice thing with anything. Dude, anything. I'm trying to think if if does Jack have any of those that are think if weird does. little ticks with the things he eats or the way he eats it. He does do everything one thing at a time for sure. Um, Section eating, yeah. Uh, but I think that's a lot of kids really. I think, I think you're right um, on that. He's just started getting into like ketchup with his French fries or something like that. I tried to get him to get <clears throat> it was a try to get him to eat barbecue sauce with his chicken nuggets, and he was like, mm, no, no. So still getting into some of that stuff, but he'll try anything, but like it's, he'll try it and you can tell like, oh no, he's not ever going to eat that again. And he remembers it. Right after the first bite, first bite he's not yeah, digging it. He does what we call a thank you bite, you know, and he'll do his thank you <laughs> bite. And then he'll be like, no, I don't, I'm not eating that again. And he'll remember like next time I'll try to give it to him again. He's like, no, nope, I'm not eating that. It could be a year later and he's like, yeah, no, I didn't still, like that. Yeah. yeah. So, but, uh, but on his, in his defense, he really prefers like fruits and veggies and stuff like that over a lot of crap food. So yeah, I, just junk. I kind of let him do whatever. Like, I'm, hey, as long as he's eating decent. Yeah. He's a healthy weight. Yeah. I mean, yes, he he, he always wants his, his square pizza. Like, we can go get a pizza from a, the pizzeria, like a nice good pizza. And he's like, no, nah, I want my square pizza, like a little Totino's throw in the oven. That's what he prefers. Like school pizza? Yeah. That's kind of like, that's what he wants. waxy. I'm like, Okay, whatever, dude. <laughs> whatever Never floats, floats your, your boat. boat. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. So, I mean, yeah. like Pinch, t- poke, you owe me a Coke. Today, we're sitting, sitting over there, and, uh, of course, me and you were clearing out the brush and everything, and he, so he was over at Mom's, and she has, like, all this candy and stuff laying around, and what does he go for first? The strawberries. 
That's what he wanted over all the candy and other crap that she had laying around. I know. I saw him. I think he ate probably a pound of strawberries. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it was going through my mind, too. I was like, is that healthy at all? <laughs> we probably let him have too much cheese because he's cheese, the, the little peeled in cheese all the time. <laughs> Murphy. Man, it's cheese. She, well, she's two. And that's one of her favorite words. She, cheese, please. Cheese, and please. At some point, you're like, I think no. you've had enough. You've had cheese. enough cheese, kid. <laughs> you're gonna have some issues. How about this nice broccoli, Florette? See, and Jackie's fine with that. He'll eat the broccoli. Yeah, he loves broccoli. Kids are weird. I, and I, I don't. Maybe it's, maybe it's a little bit different time now because I mean, think about it. Whenever we were younger, mom would always call dad at lunch and be like, "Hey, what do you want for dinner?" And that's what we were gonna eat. Like, yeah. that's whatever it was. And if we didn't eat it, it's too bad. You're going hungry. Mm-hmm. And to some people, that probably sounds a little strict. And like, well, I'm not going to make Jack eat something that he just absolutely hates, you know? But, well, we do have our times where we go and make him something different. I've know? tried to play the hard-ass card where I'm like, you know what? We put it in front of her. If she don't eat it, she'll eat tomorrow. She goes 24 hours without eating. She'll eat whatever we put in front of her. I'm getting tired of this having to make three different meals. That's not how we grew up. No. But we also didn't have, like, mom and dad didn't keep a lot of, like, snacky pre-made stuff around the house, really. I mean, True. like, uh, potato chips. That was pretty much it. Wait a lot of chips and hot sauce. But, uh, I mean, that was really, Salsa. Yeah. Not I mean, hot sauce, but salsa. That was really about it as far as, like, a pre-packaged thing. Like, Jackson can go to the, you know, to the cabinet and grab something that's pre-made that he can just go grab. And we didn't really have a lot of that. So maybe that's part of it, too. But I also feel like he's kind of more of a grazer. But we, <laughs> grazer again, coming up when we were little bits in the 80s, that was like the Mount Everest of cereal kingdom. When it was, it was, and we were eating, you know, it was just sugar flakes. Everything oh, yeah. was just oh, total yeah. packed with sugar. It was Saturday morning cartoons and sugar cereal. Yeah. That's and that true. was fine. I mean, we're alive today. Yeah. So we made it. High C fruit punches and sugar cereal. Yes. And now, like, people would freak out about that kind of crap. Just be like, that is total How trash. And it's like, we're be giving we're your kid that fairly healthy, almost 40 year old guys. Yeah. So it didn't ruin us. And you can't blame the parents for that. They didn't know any better. That was what was put on the shelf. There was no health food gurus back then, really. Yeah. Or if there were, they weren't prevalent. They weren't in your face every day like they are now. Or in- Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I, I don't go as far as that whole, oh, as long as he has something to eat, you know, it's good. Like, I don't go that because, like, King sit there and, Eat, you know, if he eats crap all day, that's not good, you know, but at the same time, I want him to try to eat good, but then I want to make sure that he does have something. But like I said, I don't want to make six meals every day just because he won't eat. We don't try to give him anything weird that, you know, stuff that we like to eat as adults. I'm trying to give him, you know, crawfish <laughs> or anything like that. Like, I'm like, going to be like, oh, that's what we made tonight. I'd bowl crawfish and that's what you're eating. You can't get enough crawdads. <laughs> oh, it is, it is crawfish season. It is. Ooh. Oh, man, I missed, you know, COVID kind of killed this shit, but your birthday, every year, you usually do a crawfish boil. Yes, and we usually go all There's out There's a crawdad boil that goes on. You, It's a big hoopla. Yeah. We, I miss that, man. We would I do, miss not doing that this year with you. Yeah, I mean, we we did between 60 to 100 pounds of crawfish every year. Right. And then that's just, that's crawfish. Then you add in you know, all, all your stuff to mix along with it. And it had just a big, huge party. And it Potatoes, was corn. Oh, yeah. Sausage, mushrooms. Artichokes. I mean, we would throw everything in there. The mushrooms always go fast. Mushrooms go very fast. That's yes. the dark horse yes. in there. Is like 
those mushrooms that are seasoned up nice, the cooked in the pot. Then we'd get some shrimp to throw in there too. Just some, yeah. some of the people that you know weren't big into crawfish. Oh, man, I miss your crawfish. The Keith crawfish man, boils. That one year when we did it at at the house, it was actually the year that we found out that we were gonna have Jack. We found out we were, uh, we were pregnant. My wife was pregnant. We weren't. I wasn't. But, um, no, you but were uh, pregnant too. Yeah, and that year it was 100 pounds of crawfish, uh, probably another 50 pounds of other stuff that went with it, and. Remember, we'd got that big, huge uh, spool thing that was like for made like telephone cable wires wrapped around. So, it's, I mean, it was what probably yeah six foot and across. I mean, it's huge. Yeah. And uh, we had what probably twenty five of us all just shoulder to shoulder sitting at there, standing at that, just shoveling. It. And it was like there was just crawfish bodies just flying everywhere <laughs> there's multiple trash cans everywhere <laughs> yeah it was just insane. yeah we did we had to set up like six trash cans around that thing just to keep mom's yard okay oh yeah and i remember uh like two days later i came over the house and i was actually across the street over in the open yard over there mm-hmm. and i found a crawfish that died i was like oh he, little dude oh, run he away. made it all the way it was a run like 100 yards <laughs> the runaway <laughs> behind enemy lines he's just crawling <laughs> Man, I miss that. Oh. You know, my favorite part about doing the crawfish boils was uh, watching the little ones play in the, you know, we bought the baby pools that we dump yeah. all the crawdads in. Yeah. So we, yeah, and then we, the little, the, you know, the, the kids, the little baby kids, yeah, the we two, three, the, four year olds over there playing with them, like, oh, they're freaking out, but some are interested and they, they're having a ball just with these little mud bugs. Yeah. So anybody that's never done a crawfish bowl before or not been around it. So the way we typically do it is we get them, and when you get the crawfish, they're live. We would get a kiddie pool. And we'd fill, usually you have two of them, and we'd have... The blue, plastic, cheapy... Probably $10. I think even pool. that, I don't think. And that's what we would, you know, put them in, and we'd rinse them, clean them, try to purge, you know, that that kind of thing. And, yes, all the kids sitting around there... Playing with Playing with, with the crawfish. Just like, you, you know, you take up a little little boy, a little girl, and you're like, okay, reach down and pinch it and pick it up, and they're freak out the first time when the thing starts, throws up the pinchers. I'm doing Nixon fingers right now. <laughs> Yeah, you're not they, a crook. They throw them the crawfish because I'm not a crook. <laughs> I'm not a crook. <laughs> well, they drop them and freak out and run away. I love it. Hey, I, I've had a couple of crawfish that, that pinched the crap out of me. Draw, I'd want to draw blood one time. Really? They, You've they, had they, a couple of monsters in those bags. You know, I, we've gotten them from different places over the years, but we've always got pretty good haul of them. Everybody was always full. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stuffed. I'm looking. We didn't get to do it this year. Hopefully next year, all this... Hopefully, yeah. Crap will be over and social distancing will be over and we can get back to having good times. Yeah, yeah. They're about to open everything. I mean, at least down here in Texas. Next week, everything's opening back up 100%. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm really happy for small business. But I mean... Yeah, I, a lot of these people really have needed that. Oh, gosh. Yeah, they've gone a year. Yeah, How do you not a year. bring in a paycheck for a year? For uh, for a bunch of them, I mean, I know a lot of them could do the what they could. It, yeah, I mean, we were we were lucky that both of us fifty percent capacity, and even when it first happened, doing delivery, we were both immediately put as what do they call it essential essential. Yeah, we were made essential. But I mean, y'all went through it. Your wife's job, where she had all the issues that she had. Oh yeah, with the dance studio. Yeah, and having like that but, is very physical, yeah. and you're having to have kids wear masks. But you know what? They still showed up in droves. Which showed, with everything being as wacky as it was, that normality of being able to go see their friends, have 
their teacher there, something they loved doing, helped them out so much. Yes. Having that little bit of normality in their life where they could go and just, I'm still going to go to dance class. And they did. They all showed up. Mm -hmm. Well, even even when they were doing the Zoom meetings, they would do it as a Zoom thing. Yeah. When it very first started, they were having to do Zoom. And it's those kids were so happy to just be seeing each other and able to, you know, she would let them at the beginning class and the end of class banter and, and talk and kind of play back and forth. And as neat as that was, I'm really happy that we're moving into some sort of normality. Yeah, I sat there the other day, since my birthday was, what, three days ago, two days ago? Mm-hmm. Sitting there, I'm like, oh, kind of lonely on my birthday. <laughs> Usually we have these big, huge parties and do all this really cool stuff. It's like this year's like, crud. And I got to give props to my wife for being able to pull that off. Because that was a huge undertaking in itself. Yeah. Melanie did a great job as far as figuring out how to orchestrate leading a class like that off the bat really quickly into it. I mean, just a you know a couple of weeks after they shut everything down, being able to just teach from home. Yeah. I had to retrofit our garage with mirrors, and <laughs> pretty much the garage became a dance studio. Which prepared you for the future, because that's uh, where we are at right now. Yeah. We do the podcast out of the garage in here. and anybody that's For ever- the time being, until we can get the studio. <laughs> anybody that's ever done anything with sound recording, a garage is like the worst place to try to record. And we made it work with everything. We made it work. Yeah. It's all padded. It's... Uh, like I said, retrofitted. Before we actually move to a studio or do anything like that, we're going to do an episode and film it where everybody can see what we're sitting here. I have a sheet from Halloween hanging behind me as witches on it. <laughs> you have part of what looks I like have a, a backdrop of some a cityscape. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're looking at the whole time. I just see witches behind you. Hmm. Kind of, Kind of going to miss this. Yeah, well, we ain't, we ain't moved yet. We ain't moved yet. <laughs> we still got a ways to go. We got to retrofit the random studio. <laughs> hey, but that's part of it, man. We just we made it work. Worked with what we had. Make it work. Yep. yep. Fake it till you make it, right? Well, that's the only choice we got at the moment. I'm going to really enjoy getting back to doing cook-offs, oh. which is something me and you have been into oh, for years. Yeah. Dad got us into. The the, oh, the, yeah. the family, not even dad, but uh, I mean, our, our, all of our families are big into doing cook-offs. Yeah. That's going to be neat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be able to go out and cook like we've done and make a big part of it, yes. Everybody hang out all night, not freaking out. Yep. Yeah, that'll be great. Good and, I mean, you know, we're still going to try to be smart about everything and, you know, hey. You gotta be. You know, I'm... I'm not knocking anybody that's, you know, still wanting to wear their mask and I'm not knocking anybody that says they're done with it, you know? Wear it, don't wear it, as long as everybody's respectful to each other. Yeah. And and keep it decent, you know. Uh, if you feel that you need to wear the mask, go right ahead. I know there's going to be certain times that we're still going to. You know, I'm probably not going to go into Walmart without it on because just too many people, you know. Uh, of course, Liz has the vaccine, so I don't guess she has to worry about too much, but me and Jack mm-hmm. still. So we're still going to be mindful of it, but it will be nice, like I said, to be able to go back into some of these places. Or if I want to go eat somewhere i'm not gonna have to wait forever because there's only four tables available you know what yeah. i mean mel's is still gonna have the kids at the studios wear the masks mm-hmm. just precautionary yeah just because right now it's too it's too early to know what's gonna happen and those are children and heaven forbid somebody gets sick mm-hmm. because you jumped the gun yeah you know you don't know who's vaccinated you don't know who isn't so err on the side of caution at this point yeah and that is the safest way to do it. 
I think so. Yeah, and everybody at their own time, and, and once things start getting leveled out, you know, you take it step by step. We're coming out of something that's never, I'm not going to say never happened before, there have been pandemics in the past. Yeah, but, the people with the weird masks of the, like in, like, what was that, the... Oh, it's the, uh... Those are scary. The bird ones? Yeah, those are, what? They're called plague masks, I believe? Yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think they what... were plague masks that the doctors wore, and they would stuff in uh, herbs and... Ooh, shit, I bumped the mic. First time doing that. Probably not the last. <laughs> it's never going to happen again. Yeah, uh, plague doctor masks. Ooh. Yeah, they would shove in, I don't Scary. know, rosemary and thyme and all sorts of stuff was in it, there, and they thought... Was it made to, like, to scare the sickness away? <laughs> no, I think it was kind of a filter, is the way they were thinking of it. Wow. From what I understand, they thought the smell, the scent, the particles... Hmm. Scent molecules was what was carrying the diseases, so they made the first versions of gas masks, I guess. Oh, that's just creepy. <laughs> of course, I guess. Yeah, scary as hell looking if somebody's like, okay, I'm going to cut your leg open. And you're like, thank you, Birdman. Yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right, do you have the leeches, Bob? Got the leeches. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that's how medicine was done. You got ghosts in your blood. Do some cocaine about it. Ugh. Old-timey doctors. Did you get anything cool for your birthday? I did, actually. What'd you get? Oh, is that oh, what's in here? Oh, oh, here it is. Oh. Yes. So, my buddy Jason got me a bottle of Buffalo Trace, the single barrel select. Mm. Can and we? Yes, can I, we? Think, I think we can. I think oh, we can. I say we, we hey, should. Hey, here's to a, a late birthday. You know? Hold on. Yeah. Okay. And... We there can't we actually cheers because we're too far away from each other. Well, I can reach over. Uh, ah, cool. Yeah. All right, right, bud. Let's do this. Damn. Oh, man. That is good. Mm. Mm. Alcohol is the best gift for grown people. It warms the belly. Ooh. Oh, it does. I'm cozy now. Gives me that funny uh. feeling like when we used to climb the rope in gym class. <laughs> man what's the best what what do you think the best gift you've ever gotten probably is does that come to uh, man come to mind? I, i've gotten some pretty cool ones i don't know if i can narrow down the best one i ever got i mean you have one that just sticks out in your okay, mind okay I, I i did find out we were pregnant like the day before my birthday so i guess i have to throw that out as the best one but other than that um well i'll tell you this the most surprised i ever was mm-hmm. um was here years back, right after the Xbox 360 launched. I came home and Liz had bought me one, and like I wasn't thinking because usually I'm the guy that's like every year I'm going, ah, you know, I really I don't really need anything or you know I don't care you know that kind of thing. And so I walk in and she's that hey, guy. Yeah, where yeah, do, I know I'm, I'm that asshole. Where, but <laughs> I'm always saying that's ah, the guy version of where do you want to eat? Uh, I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't need care. anything. I'm good. No. But so, do you I want Chinese? In. No. <laughs> I walk in and tacos no. just hands me the box, and I was like, "What the what? Like, it's whoa. heavy. That means it's expensive. Put it back." Jurassic Park. <laughs> and I was totally, I'm gonna do it. I was not expecting that. Like, whoa, like not something that I mean, I don't know, that might have been the most expensive birthday present I ever got, which like I said was totally surprising. 
I kind of sat there for a minute and did that whole thing like, oh, is this is this really worth it? Like, oh, did do I deserve this? <laughs> do I deserve this? <laughs> I didn't earn this. Yeah, like that's how my mind thinks. But thank like, you. Uh, yeah. So yeah, of course. Then I was like, okay, I'm clearing out the rest of my schedule for the day, and this is what I'm going to do. And so I spent the whole day just playing video games, and it was great. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, yeah, that was that's great. A pretty good super, one. Super, super surprised. It was great. So, but this uh, this bottle of Buffalo Trace is definitely a good one too. That is it. I like Buffalo Trace. Yeah, that's good. Single barrel can't beat that. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so, no. thank you, Jason. I appreciate it, bud. Thanks to Jason, <laughs> winner. <laughs> you win the birthday prize. I <laughs> am, admittedly, a horrible gift giver. <laughs> okay. I mean, non-existent, really. I'm the last person you want to choose to get you a gift. You know that because how many times have I drawn you on Christmas and it's like you just come up empty-handed and I'm sitting in the corner going, sorry, bro. Like I I do think you still technically owe me something. I do. But in my defense, I stood in line for two hours to get that gift. It was when the uh, a couple years ago they dropped the, before you could just get all the retro games on the Switch, it was the... Classic Nintendo that you could plug into the TV and it had all the retro games on it. Mm-hmm. I stood in line for two hours in the cold to get that thing. And when we got up to the door, the manager of, I think it was at a Best Buy or something, came out and said, oh, you got to have a ticket. And we're like, where the hell was that on your website that you had to have a ticket? There was nothing on there about having to have a ticket to get one. Oh, no. And yeah, there's probably oh, about no. 150 people standing in line. No shit. That are very angry No now. shit for the stupid retro Nintendo. And... Yeah, I think I was sixth or seventh in line, and I mean it. It got he had like go back in, and he just faded out. Oh. But yeah, so I you didn't get it, <laughs> but you tried. If 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 it's the thought that counts, then you definitely won that. Short year. story long, yeah, you didn't you didn't get it, but I did stand in the cold for it. But yeah, the thought. But was no, there. I'm terrible. It, it drives Melanie absolutely bananas because she's very considerate with gift giving. She'll think about it months out and order. You know, exotic things that have to be shipped, and oh, I thought about you, and I knew that you had an uncle that was into this, and used to spend uh, weekends with him, and so I thought this would be cool and stuff. And I'm the complete polar opposite, where I just gotta go. Oh shit, it's your birthday. Um, cool. I'm sorry. You want to go out <laughs> and have somebody that's that considerate with gift giving, and then me that's just I don't. I've never, be, I've never been into it. I don't like receiving gifts. I don't like giving gifts. I don't like the obligation of it. Uh, I'm a Grinch. The- 100% I'm a Grinch when it comes to Christmas. I'm just... I'm- Makes me think of the Sheldon Cooper thing where he's like the whole uh, back and forth with like, you buy me a birthday present and then the next year I have to buy you one. We go back and forth until one of us dies and then that other person is the winner because they're the ones that got something. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I don't have to give you anything anymore. Same. Yeah. I don't get the obligation of gift giving. It's just that I don't... It's not me. And I'm considerate in every other aspect of my life with people. I'm the first guy to come help you. All that kind of stuff. I just, gift giving does not compute. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I try to, but I've had to learn to start listening a little bit closer to people and what they say. So I have an idea of what to get them. Um, but then I'm, I'm, oh dude, I'm terrible about, I guess it's, I don't know if it's a terrible flaw or, or what, but... I'm really bad about somebody, especially like, you know, Laser Jack or something like that, that says, man, you know, I really want that. And then I just get it for him right then and there. 
you know, like when we were in Vegas and Liz was like, I really want this purse. I was like, okay, go get it. And she's like, do what? And I was like, eh, no big deal. Go get it. See, you that's know? how I am with Melanie. But it's, I go like, well, what do you want? And she goes, you know what I like. And then I have that stupid blank stare. It's like, yeah, I, I, I know what you like, but what do you want? I'm very black and white with that. Like, just if you tell me exactly what you want, you will get that. I promise you. If I have to go to the ends of the earth, if I have to drive three hours, if I have to order it from seven different places. And fight a bear. And fight a bear. <laughs> you will get that, but tell me what you want. I don't like figuring this shit out. I don't like puzzles. And, and I don't want to try to pick your brain and to. Dear God, I do not want to get the wrong thing. I did that uh, for part of. Uh, oh, I've done that a bunch. Oh, I've done that a, a Christmas bunch. Present. Uh, she wanted one of those vests that has the like the battery pack and it heats as the different like, yeah it has, like a warming that, element that warm, in it warms it up and like I was like okay that sounds like a good thing like I could roll that in with the other things that I'd got her and I was like ah oh, cool so I looked it up weren't that expensive I was like great but then I looked and there was like eighty different kinds and I was like oh mm. my oh crap did you go with black well yeah most of them uh, the color was black oh, but like bet on black times like how many like where the little panels were for the heating elements and stuff like that. You can like, choose oh, the different panel locations. Oh yeah, they have different like all the placement. Oh yeah, it was a heck of a lot bigger selection than I ever dreamed. Now she says she loves the one I got. I hope, I hope it did good. She wears it. Oh, that's a so. win. That's a win. <laughs> I guess I did okay. <laughs> I've done. Uh, my biggest successes have come from the purses, buying purses. Those are usually my biggest. Knock it out of the park gifts, at least for my wife. But yeah, other people, birthdays and stuff. I think I don't like birthdays. I don't get it. I don't. Yeah, it's just yeah. one of those things that doesn't. I'm that weird guy. Where it's like, really, Kenneth, like that nice guy. He doesn't like birthdays and gift giving. <laughs> no, I don't. Hey, it's not your only weird quirk. Uh, you, you eat some random things. Yeah. <laughs> That's a safe bet. Growing up with you, what I sat and have watched you eat an onion like an apple. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about peeling. I'm talking about just taking it. And... I did. No, it was no, peeled. You ate it like an apple. I did not eat yes, the skin, the hard apple. Well, I mean, no, the not the shell not, not on the, the outside. No, not that part. But I'm talking about like you didn't peel or slice up the rest of it. Like no, you just took it and like went for it. That might have been on a bet. Um, I don't yeah, know. Okay. Yeah, it freaks everybody out around here that I eat. The day when I brought home pickled pig's feet and was eating it in front of the fam. <laughs> May have done it for a little bit of shock value, but it worked. Well, Clark was the same. She was eating salt and vinegar chips when she was two. So well, she got that for me. But yeah, uh, liver and onions was the big one that I always... I remember mom telling the story about taking us to the restaurant and I was a little boy. And they asked what I wanted off the menu. And I said, liver and onions. And the guy's like, now nah, what does he really want to eat? And mom goes... No, he, that's legitimately what he wants. He, he wants will, the liver and onions. And he he was like, he's not going to eat it. She's like, don't tell him what he's going to eat. He's going to clear that plate, I promise. And I did. And that came from Nan. Nan used to make, every time I was sick, when I was a little boy, she'd make liver and onions. Old school, home remedy. You know, she's like, this will make you feel better. I don't know if it's the iron in it or what, but it did. And it just stuck with me. So that kind of, yeah. those things stuck with me. So yeah. yeah, I love liver and onions. I like pickled eggs. The way when mom does her, I don't know if they're Dutch or German or the, but the purple pickled eggs with the beets, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just, uh, the beets. it's beets, eggs, sugar, water, and vinegar. And they're purple. 
And she always does them around Easter. So I called her the other day and was like, can we, if I go find a big enough jar, can we do like three dozen of the purple pickle eggs? Because I love those. Ah, man. I know, you've never been into the vinegar game. The only thing I can actually think of that I eat that I've ever had somebody be like, that's weird, is broccoli with honey mustard. Okay. I've never even heard of that combination. It it happened whenever I was, when I was working at the restaurant, back when I was younger, we were sitting there and I had ordered, you know, my stuff or whatever. And I was like, I've always liked broccoli. I've always liked it. I had asked for something else. I can't remember what it was. Another side or another condiment. And she brought me honey mustard by mistake. And it was, uh, it was grilled broccoli. I just kind of went like, eh, I'm going to give it a shot. You know, why not? <laughs> you dove right in. And yeah, I did. And I was like, this is amazing. I love this. And so now anytime we go someplace and I order broccoli, I ask for a side of honey mustard. And every waitress or waiter looks at me like I'm crazy. They're like, for your broccoli? You know what? I'll give it a spin. Do you remember talking about stuff people eat? When I took you to Golden Corral after we went to the Dallas Comic Con, oh, and you're like, "I don't think yeah. I've ever been to a Golden Corral." <laughs> oh I was like, yeah. It's like, bro, what do you want? Do you want pizza, hot wings, Caesar salad, French fries, fried chicken, steak, fish, cake, pie, meatloaf, baked potatoes, mac and cheese? It's all, it's all there, man. Anything you could want. Like the the fair is a veritable smorgasbord, orgasbord, orgasbord. After the crowds have ceased. <laughs> Is that Charlotte's Web? It is Charlotte's Web. <laughs> I just went full temple, full Templeton on you. Yeah, yeah Templeton, yeah. It's the same thing. I'm running around a Golden Corral like just hog heaven. I don't care. Judge me. Literally anything. I like everything. Golden Corral. I don't give a shit what you think about me. Wow. Yeah, yeah you're right, though. I mean, yeah. Because I like variety, I guess. And there was definitely, definitely that. I like eight plates. Uh, was you with us on that powerlifting trip when we were in high school? Oh. Was you there? The one with the melon or with the uh It was honeydew melon. Honeydew sent melon. Us, yes, oh. sent us over the edge. We hadn't we had starved ourselves to make weight for a week and just eating crackers Crack. and yeah. grapes, trying to make oh. weight for a powerlifting trip. And then after we go to the meet, they take us to it was a I think it might have been a golden corral. No, it wasn't golden corral because I was with y'all. And it wasn't golden corral. Uh, was it, it was something um, else? Grandy's? Maybe. I don't know. It, it was, was another one of those buffet-style restaurants, and we loaded up. And I remember the the tray of dishes at the table was probably a foot and a half tall because every time you go, you got to get a different plate, you know. And I remember stuffing ourselves, and we had starved ourselves for a week. And the last thing we all were eating was honeydew melon and cantaloupe. And then we got- and then we would go out to the bus, mm-hmm. and almost everybody. Starts vomiting. That first guy started. This is gross. We're going to, like, fair warning. This part's gross. You've got, like, 25 powerlifters just vomiting in the parking lot of a Grandy's. Yeah. Both high school boys and girls. It was the honeydew melon. All different sizes and shapes and weights and everything <laughs> like that. And that first guy started it, and it was just a chain reaction where we all just, we we just couldn't. And the coaches, even the coaches, they're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah. Remember the scene in Stand By Me at the pie-eating contest? It was that. Yes. That's exactly what happened. Yes. Yeah. That polarizing scene from Stand By Me. Oh. oh. Why did you bring that back up? Oh, oh man. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that in years. But, yeah, that's real. That's real life. That happened. That's oh. what happens when you starve athletes and then just force feed them. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh. 
That was like child cruelty. <laughs> Nobody could hold up Jimmy because Jimmy was a man child. We're like, lean against the bus. Like, we can't hold you up to throw up anymore. You got to just lean against the bus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. That was horrible. But yeah, fuck it. I like Golden Corral. Jeff Foxworthy is cool. If he says it's cool, I'm going to eat there. <laughs> hey, you know what? I've figured out that there are certain people out there that think certain things are just completely gross to eat. And other people are like, no, man, that's great. That's the greatest thing ever. And for me and my household, it's spam. I can sit there and fry up some spam potatoes and I can probably live off that. Now, probably wouldn't live very long, but I love it. That's one of the greatest things. My wife, if she even walks in and smells it, she'll be like, nope, nope. Not having any part of this. Not Melanie had never tried Spam until we got married. And the first time I made her breakfast, it was a Spam and potatoes and sautéed onions. And mm-hmm. then like did a fried egg on top. Hells yeah. She was like, shit. what is this? <laughs> I said, don't worry about it. Just eat it. And now it's one of her favorite breakfasts. Like Sundays. That's what she wants. So she got on board with the Spam She got wagon. on board with Spam. I was getting on the Spam wagon. Clark All the right. history of Spam and why it's so big in Hawaii. The other day about World War Two, <laughs> yeah, you know, and how that was, that was what was shipped over because it was, but, yeah, I can't meet a, the not non perishable, but it, it would last forever, and it was a, a protein that yeah. they could send over. Yeah, when when I was actually in Hawaii, uh, how many had, things on the menu had spam in the menu at restaurants? Quite a few, but I remember walking in, they had uh, these little stores that instead of like you know here we have Easy Marts in Hawaii, and we we were on the main island. They were called ABC stores. They're little convenience stores, yeah, shops. Yeah, basically little convenience stores. You would walk in, and there would be like, like this whole section that's just dedicated to nothing but spam. And, and yeah, I mean, still definitely a staple there, obviously. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, when Clark was little, that's what I would cut, like just the raw spam. It wasn't raw, you know, it's cooked, but straight out of the can spam. Mm-hmm. She would want it fried, but then she would also want, while we were in the kitchen making it, she'd want her slice off the end of the straight out of the can spam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just one. Just one little slice. Mm-hmm. Just, just give me that mm-hmm. one while I'm waiting. And it cracks me up. Uh, some people think it's weird, but the uh, just some hot dogs basically boiled in barbecue sauce. Yeah. Oh, yes. I haven't had that in years. Oh, man. I don't know if that goes back to cheap eating or lazy or what, but just slice up some hot dogs, throw them in a thing, throw some barbecue sauce in there. I can't yes. do to like now, even though the weird shit that I do eat, boiled hot dogs, I mm, I, mm, I can't do it. Mm, mm. I can't do it. Just a pot of boiling water and throw the hot dogs in there. Yeah, I know no. that's how a lot of them come out and I probably eat them all the time and don't know that's how they came out. But it's if, still, I can't. If I know the process. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to either throw them on the grill. Or at least throw them on the grating in the oven. At yeah. Least. Yeah. Hell, I'll throw them in the microwave before I boil them. <laughs> you know, I know. No. I can't do that. You know, one even living down here in Texas and eating, I've had rattlesnake. I've had. Let's see. We've done shark. We've done octopus. We've done squid. Mm-hmm. That we've all done on either the grill or the smoker. Of course, we rabbit, alligator, alligator, deer, and beef. I think we've ate just just about. I know where you're going with this. But just about every part of the cow. Just about every part of the cow. The one thing that I've never had down here, I'm almost 40 years old, I've never had calf fries. Me neither. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I've never ordered it. I've been places where they've had it. I've never ordered it. I don't ever remember seeing it on the menu. I know it's been there, but I've never tried it. And it's one of those mountains I'm going to have to climb one day and just go, I'm going to have to 
leap off the cliff and do calf fries. Rocky Mountain oysters. In Canada, they're called uh, prairie oysters. But and for those of you that don't know, we're talking about bull testicles. Hey, you know what? You think about it, though. Okay, like, I think about uh, Indiana Jones when he's over there and they're... The monkey brains? Temple of Doom, right? Yes. Yeah, the monkey brains. The floor is all crunchy, Indy. And, like, that's a delicacy. There are some places where you eat the eyeball and that's supposed to be, like, the best part of whatever eyeball came from, like, whatever animal it came from. Like, or they eat, you know, the certain kind of bugs. I mean, it sounds weird to us. I've had crickets. I've had scorpion. I'm sure... I'm sure there are things here that we eat. I mean, even in the U.S. Okay, I know in Louisiana. Everything. There are ones that go out there and they eat like Nutra and stuff like that. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I can't. I don't think I can eat a water rat. Like, I don't. You don't don't knock until you try it. And that's what it, kind of what I'm Pretty much at, any like, protein I'll eat. Any meat. I think it's one of those, <laughs> some things, just serve it to me, don't tell me what it is, and let me eat it. And then, <laughs> and then go, do you know what that was? And like, that was actually, and I'm yeah. like, oh. So I don't know good. how calf fries have eluded us this long. But at some point, we're going to have to jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. Just see what it's all about. Yeah, there's... Gotta be delicious. People keep eating them. I don't guess there's ever anything that's been served to me that I've just straight up said no to. I had what was called a wilt salad one time, and I didn't know... I should have known what I was ordering, that it was a wilted salad, but I was thinking like, oh, it's like a Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was late, and they took me to a restaurant, and I was like, was what's it, the Wilt salad? It could have been like an eight-foot-tall oh, salad? It like, was what? slop, dude. It was that, that was the one meal that I've ever ordered that I sent. I was like, nope, I will sit here and just be hungry. Oh. It was a wilted salad, so yeah, it was just slop in a bowl. Ew. It was fucked up, and I don't recommend it. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's somebody that likes it. Like, hey, otherwise they wouldn't do it in certain places, but... No. I don't know. But, oh, okay. on the other end of that, I like mom's boiled cabbage. I like boiled cabbage. I just was never a fan of cabbage. There's a couple of them that I wasn't a fan of, or I wasn't a fan of it cooked a certain way, like oysters. I can do fried oysters, but I can't do raw oysters. Like, I... And it's a texture thing. <laughs> like I can't, you know. Really? When we've been to the oyster bar, you don't, you didn't, do, did you mm-hmm. order fried oysters the whole time? I would do fried oysters. I don't remember I that. Would not do the raw uh, ones. Yeah, couldn't do them. Gotta overcome it. I'm a texture eater too, but I don't know why I can do oysters. The fried cabbage and bacon grease. Do you do yeah, that? I can do that. I can do that. Yes. Yeah, that is but very. I can't think, think eat anything fried. <laughs> is it fried? Yeah. <laughs> This is the brain of a dachshund. Is it fried? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Throw it on the plate. I'll eat it. That Family Guy episode where he's like, yeah, how about dog? I'd, I'd try some dog. <laughs> I think, I can't remember. I, I, we have a friend of ours that got zebra somehow. Oh, yeah. And I don't remember if I ever tried it. But I remember being interested in it. Like, you got zebra meat? How did you come about getting zebra meat? And it was like a somebody knows somebody whose cousin's uncle got this shipped over. And I'm like, but how do you know it really is zebra meat? Think about our buddy Zach, that his dad would bring all the elk meat back. They'd go do his Mm -hmm. big hunts and like jump on that in a heartbeat. Man, we cooked that a thousand different ways and it was all good. And I mean, elk meat is fantastic. So I can't say that something else might not be amazing. I mean, it might just sound taboo, but I mean, like I said, zebra meat. The zebra thing, though, I'm thinking horse the whole time. And it's like, ah, you don't eat horses, man. It's like a dog. Like, I'm not going to eat that. Yeah, I don't know. That's bad. That's a, what hook always say? Bad form. That's bad form. Don't (laughs) don't eat the dog. 
Don't eat the horse. Well, okay, but people keep birds as pets all the time and we eat chicken all the time. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Touche, right? sir. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't think a parakeet people, and a chicken are the same People keep wheelhouse. fish as pets all the time and we still eat seafood. <laughs> it's going out of style. I mean, if I had a pet crab, is that going to keep me from ever eating crab again? I mean, I don't know why I'd have a pet crab, but I'm saying, like... <laughs> I would support you. Of course, in, in that same vein, I know my wife, uh, they had a pet pig for a while. Of course, what did her dad do? He went and got it processed. Some pig. And... <laughs> Charlotte's wet. Second Charlotte's wet drop. <laughs> for about 12 years, she wouldn't eat bacon. Really? Because she was like, pet, you know, like whatever. My so, kid's yeah. doing that shit right now. She doesn't want to eat bacon, and I'm like then you need to get your stuff and get out of here because <laughs> we're a meat house. Like, uh, I don't come over here. Come over here while I'm frying it. Stand right next to me. Take a big. And, and tell me that doesn't smell like and then, pure heaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you don't want to eat meat, let me take a step back right now. Cool. That's your prerogative. Yeah. I get that. But kids are weird about that stuff. I don't, I don't know if that's when they start learning about life and death and that this actually comes from a living creature. And maybe it's, their way of processing it. Yeah. yeah. But, you but, know. Then, but then, you know, like, you know, me and you, of course, we're, I guess, raised, everybody's raised different, but we're also those ones that we were raised, we were always hunting and fishing, mm-hmm. all growing up, but we yeah. were also the ones that, like, if we went hunting and got a, you know, say we shot a deer, mm-hmm. we would try, now we weren't, or we knew how to use every piece of it, but we tried to. You respect we, the we respect- land, you respect the animal. You eat what you harvest. Yes, yes. You Nothing went to waste. We didn't just use it as a trophy. Yeah, you don't like kill willy nilly. You don't. Yeah, don't get more than what you need. Yeah, I mean that's exactly. how we were always raised. If and you're taught. going to take that animal, you're going to put in the time and, and effort to to track it, hunt it, harvest it humanely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was a big thing. Uh, that still is big, and what I'm trying to teach my oldest, and one day we'll teach my youngest ones, uh, about the ethics of hunting. Mm-hmm. And it means more. Yeah, and like when, said, when you're able to, you're not going to go out there and take an animal like that, wipe out, you know, a, no. a whole herd or you know, anything like that. Like, no, no, we're going to take that one because that's what we need. Like, I mean, me and Liz still to this day, we usually go out and we we'll usually get one, maybe two. Deer. Yeah, feed your family for and months. Feed us for yeah, for a long time off that. Absolutely. You know, there's no sense in us going out there like right now. I think what the limit's three each or whatever something like I that i think it's a buck and two dough right now yeah. as um, far as but we would never eat all that there's no there's no need for that so uh, it, we try to do it in a humane way at the place where we hunt because they do start getting where they're a little overrun it becomes a problem so they do need to be thinned out or taken care of and so we'll try to do what we can to help the ecosystem it's conservation and yeah, a lot of people that, don't know yeah. that it, it actually is conservation yes. and your the population control is a big part of it Mm-hmm. And some so. people might see it as cruel, but it's better for it's the, way more humane than a slaughterhouse. And it, it's better for the environment that way. Because otherwise, if one species ends up getting so overrun, I mean, look at like a creek board in Texas, look like the issue with the boars. If you just let these wild hogs run wild, they will destroy anything and everything. So, the wild hog problem down here is devastating farmland. Yes. And uh, vehicles. And vehicles. Oh, oh yeah, you lost it. Yep, yep. You lost the truck. I lost the. You truck lost the truck to the hog. Yep. Epidemic. 
I hit the hog in the hog one. Thankfully, thank God, you and Jack were all right. Well, because, I mean, luckily, you hit I just, him going fast. Luckily, I just dropped him off. It was just me by myself at the time. It, and I think it, it, it didn't knock your whole like rear axle off. I hit the passenger side front tire. It rolled up underneath the truck. It ripped out a good chunk of the underneath. Uh, immediately, they totaled it. Yeah. Immediately. All that you found up underneath it was a little bit of hair. There wasn't even any blood. Didn't you say it ran off after I, you? I hit never it? found the body. I never found it. <laughs> and I was like a tank. I think I was going 50, 55 when I hit it. And like I said, luckily I just dropped my son off. And so it was just me. But yeah, about five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Totally. It just, it just, it's become such a huge problem. And the farmers and agriculture, it's become devastating. Yeah. And it, People don't understand the problem that it has caused. I mean, I have a neighbor that's out at the property that I have that she's genuinely worried about the hogs and her dogs. And oh, yeah. I mean, if she goes out in the morning or the evenings to water her plants, those things can get mean, especially if you got a mama hog with a bunch of little piglets around. Yeah. They can get very aggressive and they can seriously do damage to a human being. Remember when we were at the deer lease that, uh, that one time and we had them all in the pen? That they'd caught because they were just destroying everything. I mean, just completely destroying the land. Oh, yeah. And we went out there and we had to take care of it. They were seconds, literally seconds away from breaking out of the pen. Yeah. Remember? Breaking a steel bolt the size of my pinky. Mm-hmm. And not even being affected by it. Yep. Yeah. So, sometimes, man, you know, hey, everybody's got their own opinion. I get it, you know, whatever. But there are sometimes that... That needs to happen. Like it, it's what is best for everybody. The humans, the animals themselves, the environment. I mean, well, if the, the animals yard. overrun and become overpopulated, then the food sources become scarce, and then you've got starving animals. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to me, that's way more cruel than doing what you need to do for some. I don't want to say population control, but that's kind of what managing it, is. it in a yeah. responsible way. Yeah. But then again, too, like I said, hey, if you're gonna do that with the deer, you know. Make sure you can find a place where you can donate it, where you can do something with it. You know, like, don't, you know, try to be, like I said, responsible as much as you can with it. Don't waste anything. Yeah. And what a lot of people don't know is that 100% of your hunting license fees go into paying for conservation and restoration. Yeah. And And that's something I definitely think needs to be put out there. But I think it's time to do a little segment that we call Search Engine Results. All right. And which- in a... Which one is it today? Okay, in honor of your birthday. All right. It was just your birthday, Thursday. I have a little birthday search engine results for you. Oh, A little game we like to play where I ask a search engine, usually Google, and we're going with Google this time, an open-ended question. Keith has to guess A, B, or C for what is the first result thrown up on that search engine. Are you ready to play, brother? Uh, Ready as always. Uh, What do you you want to win this time? uh, Another shot. Another shot. Yes. Okay, I think we can do that. I mean, it's your bottle. <laughs> so so I think win, I can take a drink. Win, lose, or draw. I think you're 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 going to come out on top on this one. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Okay. So yeah, for this search engine result, we're going to do birthdays are. You got All it. Right. Birthdays are. Birthdays are. So here we go. Birthdays are a the worst. Okay. B pagan. Ooh. Mm. Those pagans. <laughs> All right. Or C, good for your health. Mm. 
So, recapping. Birthdays are A, the worst, B, pagan, or C, good for your health. Will. What you got, brother? Will's a turning. I, I think I'm... I'm one of those people that uh, I don't believe it's necessarily the age, it's the mileage. Okay? Agreed. Um, yeah. Uh, I may be 35, but I definitely feel like uh, get get the miles. Um, I don't think I'm going to go... I don't even really understand the pagan thing. I mean, I don't know where birthday celebrations actually came from. I think I'm going to go with birthdays are the worst. Sorry, you fail yet again. I don't think you've got any of these. I've never got one. One of, one of these days. We've done six episodes now. Seven. Who knows? When do you get one? One of these days, I'm going to get one. And we're going to have like bells and whistles to go off. Fireworks. I know. We need a little sound effect button. And they can just be like. Doo, doo, doo. Or, or I need to start asking you. That's what needs to happen. I need to start asking you something. You need to just look into my eyes deeper and know like what I'm going. Mm-hmm. It's that one. No. But, yeah. You're starting to feel bad for me now? <laughs> from the search results on, on Google, I think this is from pumpituparty.com, uh, birthdays were first created, oh wait, birthdays were first considered to be a pagan ritual in Christian culture. In Christianity, it is believed that all people are born with original sin. That, in combination with early birthdays being tied to pagan gods, lead Christians to consider birthdays to be a celebration of evil. So birthdays are evil? So birthdays are pagan, man. Blowing out birthday candles. Well, I guess Which, like, you're not. I mean, well, you said you don't like pagans, birthdays. but <laughs> there you go. Pagans wow. weren't evil, which is misconstrued a lot. You know, commonly people think, but the, the pagans just believe different than the Christians. So oh, okay. that's why persecution. Okay, but yeah, they just did their own thing. But no, yeah, birthdays come from paganism, apparently. Wow. <laughs> so take that with a what you will. Hmm. All right, man. All right. Well, uh, can I still do my shot? Absolutely. <laughs> hey, happy birthday to you, yes. bro. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Again, thank you, Jason. To Jason, to Keith. Yeah. All right. To happy. all of you out there listening. Yes. Happy here's birthday the, if you got a birthday. Happy birthday to Keith right now. Here's the here's the better days, hopefully. Oh, that is oh, good. So smooth. All right, y'all. Well, we'll see you next time. Stick around for more random men.